Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm Sherry Steele, your host, and I'm so happy you're joining us. I want to help mentor you to be all Christ has created you to be. Standing firm, suited up in your armor, owning your identity in Christ, or as I say, owning your crown and loving like Jesus. If what you hear encourages, uplifts, and makes you want to dig deeper into your relationship with Jesus, make sure to hit that subscribe button where you listen to podcasts. And for more encouragement, follow us on Instagram at Pineapple Principle. Now for today's show. Hey, welcome to episode number 21. Can you believe it? We have an amazing guest today, Lori Vandevender. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. I am horrible with names, but she's the author of The Auspicious You, Letters to a Hesitant and Hopeful Young Adults. You know, she is just wanting you to help you succeed with this book. This book is amazing. She wrote it in mind for like juniors and seniors in high school and freshmen, college, getting ready to go out and be an adult. But I think that even a freshman in high school could read this book and benefit from it, or even someone in the eighth grade. This book is fabulous, and we sit down and we have conversations about the book and about life and just being successful and being better at empowering yourself to meet your goals and um, recognizing the important issues in your life. And she's just got some fabulous stuff to say. We talked a lot. Um, and we're actually going to break this up into two podcasts. So today is part one and I hope you enjoy it. Hey, Lori, welcome to the pineapple principle. Thank you. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. We're excited to have you. Why don't you take a few minutes and just tell us about you and okay. what you do? I have been a teacher for a very, very long time. I um, am an English teacher, which some people say that's their favorite. and Some people say it's not so much their favorite. I think that uh, there's lots of things we can um, do with English class, though, that can be picked up by a lot of kids and uh, Christian kids especially can learn some things in an English class that can help them apply to their biblical reading. And, uh, you know, even in a private or a public school where I teach, I know that private schools do that, but even in a public school where I teach, I think that some of those lessons can pick up. And I I really see that as a, a mission field for me. Um, I also have a license in library sciences, so I'm also the librarian at our school. So right now I'm K through 12 librarian, and I have library aides in the other buildings. They facilitate so much, and they're just amazing people that I've worked with. And um, I am teaching two classes um, right now, I have our class through Indiana University and our class through a community college, Ivy Tech. So, um, plate's kind of full as far as the job front. And uh, also, my passion right now is turning a little bit. And uh, teaching for 30 years has been amazing. I've learned some things that kids have to go through, and I've watched generations of students still, even though the world is changing so greatly, still facing some of those same problems. And, Mm -hmm. um, that's where my book has come from. 
So I wrote a book and it was released in September of 2019. And it's called The Auspicious You, Letters to Hesitant and Hopeful Young Adults. Yes. Why didn't you write this in 1986 or 87? I know. I need, well, it's I because it I was living then. it. I was living it back then. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Yeah. And um, honestly, with my students, um, when my seniors leave, I give them an envelope that has a blank card and it's addressed and stamped to me. And they have to write me a note. And then once I get the note, I sit down and handwrite them back, usually two, three, four, you know, multiple pages. And oh, wow. uh, put it in a box. And sometimes it's just a bunch of goodies that I send. Sometimes, you know, it will be a journal or whatever I feel led to, to buy for that student so that I don't do all of my graduation gifts at the same time. Okay. So if they don't send you a letter, they don't get a gift. They don't get it back. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, a lot of kids, um, have told me, well, you know, I had this calculus test and I didn't know if it was bad enough yet or not. I didn't know if I should send my letter now (laughs) or if it's going to get worse later on. I'm just kind of waiting, you know, and I'm always, I'm always telling them, please tell me when something goes well. You know, mm-hmm. tell me something. So some of them get sent back early August because they are miserable and homesick and struggling. And uh, some send after they've graduated. And oh, wow. I, I get the note after they've graduated. And um, when they are in a job, uh, I mean, like after they've graduated from college. Co- you know, college, yeah. And, yeah, and, and maybe some of them didn't go into a four-year university, they went into the military or they went into the job force. And I get those back. Same thing though, sit down, write them a letter, send them away. And those letters have been the basis for my book because the same themes have started coming through. And when I hear those themes coming through with so many kids over the generations, you know, these, wow, three decades that I've been teaching, um, I just thought it was important enough to write something back that's encouraging for them that more people could see. Yeah. I think we all face the same problems. We just um, don't realize it. Like, you know, this, this group deals with this and there's a group of people that deals with this. And so, yeah, I, I enjoyed your, I enjoyed your book. I really did. I was like, I am going to start giving every time I have a graduation gift now, I'm giving your book. Like, I appreciate that. I um, love it. I love it. Now, you sent me a copy, but is it like, is it on Amazon? Is it in bookstores? Yes. Where's your book at? Am- okay. Yep. You can get it um, pretty much anywhere books are sold. Um, I have it in local bookstores around here, but Amazon, Goodreads, Barnes & Noble, you know, you can you can order from pretty much anywhere. You're anywhere? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure before we went any further, but yeah. Yes. I- the other thing to that, though, is the Christian Companion. Um, and the Christian Companion is a 60-page PDF mm-hmm. that I have written. There is a Christian um, basis for each letter. So, Ooh, okay, you know how? Okay, my book is divided into the three sections. Yes, and then each section has a letter. You know, the like four or five right. letters inside of it. And then so for those, I have also come up with the companion where I take, um, 
Honestly, it wasn't me. I can't even say where I take scripture because the scripture that has ended up in my Christian companion didn't come from me. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have picked it. So okay. I really feel like God laid it on my heart. Okay. And, and that's why that scripture ended up in here as it did. So that is the, is that the, in the back of your book, that's what I was going to ask you, you have connect faith-based curriculum. Is that the command that you're talking about? And, okay. And basically you just shoot me an email and I will um, send the whole thing. I'll just send you the PDF. Okay. Um, I didn't want the printing to be prohibitive to people. Okay. I wanted the Christian companion part to be completely free. Oh, okay. Okay. So. It's, awesome. it's just completely free and it's scripture and then my discussion of it. And then a few discussion questions, because after each of my letters, there are the discussion questions. Mm-hmm. And then it's just uh, questions, though, that are more geared, you know, toward a Christian kid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you have discover your desire to serve, engage in the five-day challenge to begin serving with purpose. Is that... Um, That's on my website. Your website? Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, just trying to get kids to be thinking about what they can do right now. I didn't mean for it to be in the pandemic. I didn't know the pandemic was going to happen, obviously. That's okay, yeah. Um, but now that it has, even the steps that I've given in there, it's something else that can be done during the pandemic as well. That That's might awesome. make a kid feel a little bit more connected. Because right now I know a lot of us are feeling disconnected. Yes, you know. yes, um, My seniors today were talking about it, just uh, how, how strange it is, um, because my school is um, completely virtual right now. Mm. We started out completely together, and then we went hybrid, and now we're completely virtual. Mm. So, and that, it's and just, I know it's hard. Yes, it is, because um, I want to see their faces. When we talk about important issues and sometimes I can tell if somebody's okay or not by the look on their face mm-hmm. and then I can make a specific effort to ask a question just hey how you doing or glad to see you in class today and you just can't really do that through you know through the, the um, zoom meetings or google right. meets as easily right. so I know right. that the kids are feeling it right now they are, and the, and I think a thing to say right now, too, is reach out. If, if you're listening and that's how you feel right now because you're go, doing virtual mm-hmm. school, you have teachers that you know you can reach out to and that you can yes. talk to. So don't, your teachers really do love you and care about you, and you should really reach out to them if you're struggling because they'd be more than happy to talk to you right now. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's dig into your book. Okay. Um, I um, actually, one of the things that we're working on at Pineapple Principle is we, that we're hoping to come out with this year is a new devotional book on good friendships. Mm -hmm. And so I loved the chapter on fluid friendships. Yes. And I loved page, on page 14, when you say be friends, but be aware. Like, right. Right. And that, that is like, I was like, she is in my head because I don't say, I'm like, you can be friends with people, but, you know, 
like be careful, but be aware was like, oh, I was like, yes, that's what, that's what I need to start telling people is be aware because like I can be friends with anybody. I can make friends with a doorknob. People are like, oh my gosh, do you not know a stranger? But, (laughs) um, I don't let all of those people in that inner circle. And that's exactly what you have to be careful about. So I loved, loved, loved your chapter on fluid friendships. Um, Thank you. I think it's so important because a lot of times, um, especially young girls, we're trying to find where we fit. Mm-hmm. And we need to we need to have that community around us because, you know, we all know God did not build us to be individuals, to be standoffish. And even through the pandemic, I'm kind of learning that I'm a closet introvert, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, this Enneagram 3 can talk to anybody, speak in front of anybody, not a problem. I think I'm an introvert in ways. Even me, I can't, I can't take it without people. I need mm-hmm. to know where my group is. Mm-hmm. And every young girl coming up through is feeling that same thing. So the, the pandemic on top of things to where you hear that so-and-so is talking to so-and-so and they had this huge conversation or, you know, there's these, um, jokes going on online and you're like, wait a minute, that's an inside joke of some sort. That's my group. And I don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it just feels so awful. And mm-hmm. the group might not have even meant it to be that way. You know, they, they might yeah. not be meaning to leave someone out on purpose, but I think that's why the friendship, your devotional will be so important too, um, for the people who read it, because whether you are the one wanting to be in control and wanting to be in charge of the secrets and Mm -hmm. those inside jokes so that you know that you're in control (laughs) or whether you're the one doing whatever that person in control says so you can have a group or whether you're the one finding yourself standing on the outside of the circle. Yep. Yep, exactly. There are those roles to be played. And unfortunately, um, it's just so hard because with young girls these days, even if we don't want to, we find ourselves playing one of those roles. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to jump out of that. So once you realize that you can be friends and be aware of which role you're playing and then think to yourself, I, I don't want to make someone feel bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to post that. You know, because my mom talked to her mom and that's the only, there's no secret going on. It's just that the moms talked. Mm-hmm. And so yep. I'm not going to put that out there because I'm not going to make these other people feel bad. Right. Right. You know, so we can, and if you're friends with people who continually put stuff out there, you can be the one that says, well, isn't that nice? They all got together. <laughs> you know, yep. just be friends, but be aware. I, I have to be aware that if I keep putting myself out there and I keep sharing my innermost secrets with these people, they keep treating me this way. I, I've got to pull away. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I love, and I'm going to read here. You put, honestly, it's better to enjoy your own con- your own company instead of hooking your wagon to a group that makes bad choices. Yeah. And I love that too. I just love that. When you put drinking drugs, sexual activity, skipping school, ditching homework, bullying, manipulating others are all absolute red flags and should make you want to leave a friend group without looking back. 
And I love that mm-hmm. because we do. We have to learn to get comfortable in our own skin and be okay with not fitting into certain groups. And right. like you say, it's nice to be respectful to those people and not talk about them. But, you know, be aware of, you know, of what they're doing because you don't have to be in the thick of what they're doing. But you can still speak to them. You know, you can still Absolutely. be nice to them. You can still so, see them in the hallway. You can still see them on um, a Google Meet or a Zoom meeting and work in a, a partnership when a teacher puts you into a group situation with them. I mean, that's mm-hmm. why you don't want to burn those bridges. Mm-hmm. Because if yep. you get all fired up and get all mouthy and snotty about things, which some of us do. I mean, all of mm-hmm. us have at some point, and we felt bad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you get put in those situations, when you see them at school and you have to work in a group situation, it's awkward. So mm-hmm. just continue yep. to be nice. Be aware of how people are, are. And when someone shows you who they truly are, you need to believe them. They, they, don't, they shouldn't have to show you yep. 13 yep. times. And I always say, yes, I always say don't be a crazy Christian and start yelling uh, crazy people at people <laughs> like crazy. Yes. Like, you know, don't start... Telling them how to live their life and be that crazy Christian. You just got to lead by example. Exactly. Yeah. You got to, sometimes it's better. Yeah. God gave us two ears and a mouth for a reason because he wants us to do a whole lot more listening than he wants us to do talking. And that's exactly how we can influence people. Because when was the last time you know of anybody who changed their mind when someone was yelling at them and telling them that they were making dumb decisions and they were wrong and they were doing things bad. That's not going to get people yeah. to change their minds. So you just need to be the one that's yep. in control and calm no, and happy. Not at all. It just And once you're in control and happy, then other people will mm-hmm. go, wow, I kind of want to be like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's just yep. a, a more. Yep. Yep. Um, they will. They'll be. It's just a, a more. Um, I don't know. Nice. It's a, it's a nice way to have people follow you, I guess. Yes. Yeah, it is. So mm-hmm. moving on, and I think this is kind of hilarious, but I love your, you cannot marry your high school sweetheart. <laughs> and then you ended up with, I mean, he was, you didn't date him all through high school. Um, like, for, for, like, like some of my friends who like dated all four years and they're still right. together today, which there's a couple of them, a couple couples. Yeah. But we were also a very small class. There was only a hundred in small county. So that happens a lot. But, um, yeah, I, what I loved most about that chapter, though, was your reflection questions. Like, mm-hmm. because right now everybody wants to date because everybody else is dating and they don't want to be left out. Right. Um, I remember even one of my teenage sons feeling that way. And when he was in high school and he really wasn't dating anyone and his friends were dating people and he was kind of just like, what's wrong with me? And right. then he, it was funny because he looked at me and he goes, oh my gosh, you're praying that I don't have a girlfriend, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> and and I, that's what I did. I busted out laughing and I was like, no, I'm glad you think that your mama has that much power in prayer, but no, that's, exactly. that's not why you're not dating and it'll happen. But, but Honestly, I loved... probably quite the opposite because most of us stand over the cradles when we bring mm-hmm. the babies home and pray that we can prepare our child for marriage 
mm-hmm. so that it can be yep. successful and honoring to God. Yep. And yep. we pray yep. that the person that they find someday has been raised in such a way that it yep. can be a successful marriage and honoring to God. Yep. Yep. So. That's exactly how I prayed over my for, prayed over and for my boys. Um, yes. But I loved all your reflection questions that you had. I'm like, I would have, like, if somebody's, like, having boy issues, boyfriend issues, because I think mm-hmm. we date to, we date to date oh, these days. It's just so that we're not alone. And sometimes we end up yeah. in these really bad situations um, being with somebody that we shouldn't be yeah. with. And, um, right. So, yeah, I loved all of your um, reflection questions. I'm not going to name them. I'm not going to read them all off because I want people to go out and buy your book um, because they need to read everything in it. But that was like, I don't know if there's anything you want to add about dating and relationships. Go right ahead. Definitely. In um, a little bit of my background, just real quick, we did start dating. The first time we dated was in seventh grade. And then we tried again as freshmen and then from our senior year on, we've not ever broken up and we celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary this summer. That's awesome. Congratulations. So thank you. 30 Um, years is a long time these days. It's a long time. And that's sad. It's not easy. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. Um, Mm -mm. Anybody who thinks they're going into this and it's going to be like a TV show, it's not. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) And, And to date, just to be dating, just to have somebody there is such a, um, I'm, I'm wanting to say it. it's such a, um, oh my goodness, I've lost the word, um, not a trial, but a temptation. There we go. Mm. It's oh, okay. such a temptation to um, just to date, to be dating, to feel like you're not alone. Mm-hmm. What I point out, though, in um, the Christian Companion, I actually have a section of the Song of Solomon. Mm. Place me like like a seal over your heart, like a Mm -hmm. seal on your arm. For love is as strong as death. It's jealousy as enduring as the grave. Love flashes like fire, the highest kind of flame. Many waters cannot quench love, nor can rivers drown it. I mean, that's really a high standard. Mm -hmm. And it sounds Mm -hmm. like a young, passionate... um, butterflies, puppy love, first time, sappy, right? It, it, mm-hmm. it sounds like that. And so even when you read Song of Solomon, you're thinking it's going to be all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so much more because in Proverbs, then there's also as iron sharpens iron, a friend sharpens a friend. Mm-hmm. And then there's Ephesians, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Those are the big kid uh, statements about love. Because Mm -hmm. things are are. going to happen. And when you are dating and you figure out that this person isn't bringing you closer to God, this person is wanting to... Um, go somewhere or do something or speak in certain ways or use the phone and use social media in certain ways. And it's not really 
what you know to be honoring you or to be honoring God, mm-hmm. you need to get out. Um, and that's not to say that that person is not going to be good forever. That's just to say that at this moment, you know, when when you're 14, when you're 15, it's just, you're not ready to make those kinds of decisions. Yep, exactly. And that iron sharpens iron. I never, you know, I think about it. I don't, I've never really thought about that as a couple, like, but that's so true. The yeah. iron sharpens iron. Like I always just think of about your Christian friends and who you're you're hanging out with. But that's so important in your relationships too, as in your marriage or who you're dating. Is that yeah, iron should sharpen iron. That, yeah, absolutely. It should make you closer to God and and what He has planned for you. We hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments and have you digging deeper into your relationship with Jesus. Make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures, books, links, anything we talked about. We'll put it in the show notes every week. And I want to say thank you for listening and spending time with us. You know, we have a new podcast every Tuesday. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And please connect with us on Instagram at Pineapple Principle. We'd love to hear from you. Or you can send us a message at our website, pineappleprinciple.org. Come back next Tuesday as we keep digging deeper. And always remember, keep your armor on, own your crown, and love like Jesus.